Welcome to episode number 23 of the podcast series. Um, If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, I hope that you have had a great week and that your Friday is going really well. If you follow me over on Instagram, you'll know that I have just got back from a three and a half week trip in Dubai, which was a working trip, but it feels really good to be back at my desk and particularly good to be back in jumpers and feeling snuggly and not constantly sweating all of the time. Um, And dare I say it, it feels quite nice to be back where there is a bit of rain as well. I know that's a controversial opinion um, and I'm sure in a week's time I will be back to my usual British self and moaning about the weather but for now I'm quite enjoying the fact that there is rain outside my window. (laughs) Anyway rambling aside before we dive into today's episode which let me say now I'm so excited to share with you I just wanted to let you know about something that's coming up in my business which might be of interest to you. Now if we haven't been introduced before hi my name is Alice I'm the host of this podcast um, and my work is as a digital marketing coach, which basically means that I work one-on-one with creative entrepreneurs and small businesses, and I help them to develop effective and sustainable digital strategies for their business. So everything from branding and SEO to social media, website design, email marketing, you name it, I help people to do it effectively. Um, And my six-month coaching package, which is known as Social 360, is launched three times a year. So I have a limited number of spaces that I open up in January, in May, and in September. And I just wanted to let you know about this because I still have a few slots available for my September set of clients. My Social 360 package is for you if you really want to dive deep into your digital marketing and really understand and grasp how to use it effectively for your business. It's really for those who want to do the work themselves, who have the time to and are passionate to carry out their own social media, their own email marketing, their own website, but they just don't quite know how to do it. Um, And it's something that I'm really passionate about. You know, I used to work in social media where I would, social media management, sorry, where I would do the work for clients. And I always just had this feeling that it wasn't a long-term investment for them. Whereas for me, when I switched over to coaching, I felt so much more comfortable with what my clients were getting from me because it was such a long-term investment for them. I have clients that I worked with two years ago and I stopped working with a year and a half ago that are still implementing and using the strategies and the work that we created and came up with together. Because really what we work through is gonna last you as long as your business is gonna last because you can adapt it to whatever you're working on whatever you're promoting whatever you're talking about etc etc and in order to fill up these last few spaces of my September clients I'm offering free 30-minute calls throughout August basically for anyone who is interested in my coaching but wants to know a bit more. I know it can sometimes be daunting making an investment in your business and I don't take it for granted at all that people trust me enough to let me come in and help them. Um, So maybe to help you make that decision and figure out if my services are the right fit for you, I'm going to be offering free 30 minute calls within August where you can kind of experience what it's like to work with me, experience a bit of my coaching style and ask me any questions you have about my services and really we can just determine if my my coaching and if Social360 is the right fit for you. So if you are at all interested, even if you're thinking it might be something you want to do for January or for whenever next year, that's fine. I would love to hear from you. Just drop me an email, message me on Instagram, contact me in the many accessible ways that you can either over on my website or at Alice underscore Benham on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and we can book in that call. 
Anyway, that was my business admin that I wanted to talk to you about. Let's jump into today's episode because as I've already said, it's one that I am so excited to share with you. Today's guest is Sapphire, who is founder of The Coven. Now, I'm gonna let her explain it properly within the episode, but just to sum it up and give you a bit of a taste, The Coven is a monthly membership platform which exists to support female business owners. Um, And it's an incredible space to be in. It's the kind of thing that I can't really accurately explain unless you had experienced it for yourself. Um, And I first came across Sapphire when I was seeing her campaign of community over competition all over my Instagram. I kept seeing this pink graphic pop up everywhere with these words on it, community over competition. And I was so curious, who is behind this? What's happening? I love this message, where is it from? And when I looked more and kind of found Sapphire's account and read her message, I really just understood that at the heart of everything that she is doing, she is passionate about the fact that as business owners and as entrepreneurs, we are so much better when we're together. I mean, it's just so true and so simple that we're better when we share with each other, we become better when we lean on each other, when we grow with each other, when we learn from each other. Magic stuff happens when we get in community and surround ourselves with people who get it. Um, And if you've listened to any of my past episodes, perhaps the ones where I talk about, you know, what I wish I knew when I started my business, you'll have heard me go on about the fact that I made a lot of mistakes in my first business when it came to not being in community. I kind of spent the first two years of my own business being completely isolated. And I look back and just feel so kind of frustrated and sad on my behalf that I didn't reach out and I didn't find people who got it. And I think I went through a lot of unnecessary emotions and tackled a lot of unnecessary situations because I didn't turn to people who got it and because I wasn't in any form of community. And off the back of that, I made it kind of one of my intentions for this year to get into community, to find people who got it, to make more kind of, I guess, friends in the business world. So when Sapphire launched The Coven a few months back, it honestly felt like the perfect timing for me. And I can truly say now, after being in it for just two to three months, it's been one of the best investments I've ever made in my business. Sapphire has not told me to tell you this, or I'm not being paid to promote the coven, but truly, the investment that I made in that has just been so impactful for me. And I talk about it more in the kind of conversation that we have. There really was no agenda for this conversation. I just drove over to Essex, sat in her beautiful office space with her. We turned on the microphone and we just had a good old chat. She talked about everything from, you know, her behind the scenes of launching and creating the coven to, you know, even just the story behind her first business, which is kind of what sparked all of this thinking to just how important it is for us as business owners to get in community. So I really encourage you to dive into this episode and off the back of it, check out what Sapphire is doing, even if you're not in a position to invest in the coven get connected with her instagram and her general social media platforms because the message that she has is so important for us as business owners and i genuinely could not recommend it enough if you cannot tell i'm kind of in love with everything that she's doing because it's already impacted me so much and i truly believe that it can do the same for everyone else but anyway i'm gonna stop rambling because it's been such a long intro and i know that you just want to hear this episode so let's dive into it right now Welcome to Starting the Conversation. If we haven't met before, my name's Alice and I'm a digital marketing coach based in the UK. It basically means that I work one-on-one with entrepreneurs and help them to develop effective and sustainable online strategies. I'm going to be real, when I first started my business, Google was my go-to for all my questions and I was incredibly isolated. 
A job which I once loved was soon making me pretty miserable and I realized that something needed to change. You see, I truly believe that when we create community with fellow entrepreneurs and keep it real about what we're going through, being self-employed becomes far more fulfilling. So consider this podcast your go-to place for a good old mix of honesty and expertise. Listen in on open conversations with likewise women, where we'll discover their stories and also the learning curves which has got their business to where it is today. Also join me for solo episodes where I'll unpack a digital marketing or business topic, hopefully leaving you with some expertise that you can apply to your business right away. So now that you're up to date on who I am and what this podcast is about, let's dive into today's conversation. So for people that don't already know you, I'm Mm -hmm. sure most of the people that listen might have come from the coven already know who you are, but for those that don't, tell me a bit more about you and um, your story so i'm sapphire um i run a florist called the flower ranger which has been going for about two and a half years now i think yeah three years in january um and i also run a platform a membership platform for women in business called the coven um which is all about supporting women um in their endeavors and whether it's a business an idea whether they've been running the business or they've just been thinking one day i want to do that um, we take you from sort of start, hopefully up to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit like having your hand held, basically. Yeah. Um, things go wrong, and it can be really scary and really lonely if you're by yourself, yeah. especially if you don't have like another half or you do, but they work all the time, or maybe you don't live at home, or you just like you don't know what people's situations are, and it can just mm-hmm. feel like so terrifying when you're yeah. sat all by yourself thinking this is my business and I need it to make. Uh-huh. money and do stuff so yeah I started yeah. the coven and now I juggle both and I do um some random other bits and bobs along the way <laughs> so did the coven come out of a place of your experience with launching your own business yeah definitely so um it's just me I work by myself I use freelancers um and it's been me from the very beginning um I just had the idea and ran with it and it was super lonely. Like, the only person I would talk to is my dog. And, like, obviously she doesn't respond to my ideas. Which is sometimes quite good. Because then you yeah. just tell them something. You're like, yeah, that is a good idea. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was lonely. And, and I kind of felt like none of my friends are... Now I have lots of friends in business. Um, but at the time, I didn't have anybody who understood, you know, what it was like to not be able to afford to go out. Or having to say, like, no, I can't come and do this yeah. fun thing with you. Because I need to put all my money into this business. And just the fear of whether or not it's going to work and the doubt and just the highs and the lows, I guess. So like, even when you're really excited, they didn't necessarily understand why they'd be like, well done, but (laughs) cool. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Great. Um, and I really wanted to try and help other women not have to go through that so much to Mm. find people who did get it. Um, and to be there as sort of a soundboard for people to be like, what do you think of this? Or, what do I do about this? Or my website's yeah. broke or whatever it might be. We're there and we'll help you. You know, we don't know everything, but mm. we'll help you and we'll help you find somebody who does. Um, yeah, it's even having that person, isn't it? That you can be like, this is going on and this is really shit. And they can be like, oh, okay, no, that's happened to me. Don't worry. And it's like, you're not always looking for an answer or for someone to help. You just need someone to be like, I get it. I've been there. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's a big part of like our mentoring sessions and things that we do. A big part of it is just being there for you to talk through your ideas. And, you know, half the time in these sessions, you you see that like the, the girls, they have everything they need pretty much already, but mm. they just 
didn't know it until they were talking about it until we asked the sort of right questions and then they were like oh you know like shit I yeah I'm gonna do that like I know how to do that I've just got to do it yeah um and it's having someone to be accountable to as well so um you know I'm the worst for procrastinating and be like yeah I really need to do that or that's such a good idea I must monetize that Mm -hmm. and then you know it's two months later and I haven't even looked at that piece of paper or done anything um but we are there on your case basically saying have you done it when are you gonna do it you need to do it which I think is something that probably a lot of people I know when I started business you don't expect you're gonna need that because I think we probably have we probably play a role in this as freelancers and self-employed people whatever you want to call ourselves in painting this really beautiful picture of what it looks like to run your own business that like we're so flexible and we go away all the time and we have these amazing lives and like yes it's amazing but I think sometimes people aren't prepared for like oh it's actually real life and there's some really tough stuff too definitely um (laughs) yeah when I started the my florist I was I was living in Thailand um and I was running out of money and um I was just like fuck I I don't know what I'm gonna do I'd quit my job I had as a junior florist I had no idea what I was gonna do um but was well aware that um my direct debits were going out of my account each month and it was slowly going down and I was like there's no money going in yep (laughs) um and I started my florist and I had this dream of like that I would just be like this woman that did like spontaneous brunches on like whatever day of the week I fancied and I'd like you know go on all these holidays and do all this fun stuff and my life would just be like this kind of really not even glamorous just this cool like adventure and it would just be so fun what does she do yeah and just like oh I wish I could do that and then like you start it and you're like oh oh my god um things go wrong every day your time is constantly needed on something yeah and for the first year I probably didn't do any spontaneous brunches like none and I was like well this is not what I imagined yeah and I think it's really hard isn't it when something that's for you obviously like flower arranging was a real passion but I think for a lot of people they reach a point where they're like this thing that I really love I don't love anymore and I think that's when you have to be like there's something there's not something wrong with my job there's just something wrong with the way I'm doing it yeah so I think in the beginning um you you have a lot of time on your hands even if you're a business that starts and you get a lot of um, work quite quickly, you still ultimately have quite a lot of time. Mm. Or you might be using it all, but the time is there to decide, oh, I'm planning how I'm going to do this, or what's going to be next, or I'm going to spend hours painting this picture because that's what I do, and I'm going to put so much love and effort into it, Mm -hmm. you know, every order that I send out. Um, But it very quickly goes from having a lot of time to be able to fit everything in to having, like, within you know like eight months I'd gone from having loads of time to having no fucking time (laughs) like I was trying to fit everything in and was like oh my god like I just don't have enough hours in the day I can't can't fit all this stuff in um and for me it was I now as I mentioned to you before we started recording um it's all about processes like putting Mm. all these processes in place that everything just happens anything you can automate automate even if you have to do it yourself because you can't outsource in the beginning yeah it just means everything's faster if yeah if you've got a draft saved in your inbox for any inquiries that come in you can have all different types of inquiries like i've got like seven different drafts and i pick the right one mm. and send it and i add their name and alter yeah. it just as needed um but that speeds up time and i've spent a lot of time especially after we reached sort of probably in the past year really um, focusing on where my time's going to ensure that I still did get time to love it and that yeah. I didn't constantly feel like I was chasing and trying to catch up. Yeah, it's want... that feeling, isn't it? You always feel like you're kind of one step behind. 
like running up an escalator the wrong way. That's such <laughs> like, a good analogy. If I stop it, so I'm just gonna fall over. Once everyone else looks like they're just gliding down, and you're like, yeah. how are they doing That's that? That's Instagram going the right way. <laughs> That's our real lives. Like, yeah, the wrong way. The what would you say is one like you wish you knew when you first started to think? I mean, I can imagine there's so many, but what would be one like if only I knew that that would have changed um, stuff? Probably quite a few. I think one thing is that failure is good. Um, so I think Instagram and all social media gives this really rosy tint on everybody's successes and it's great to watch people doing amazingly but there's few people out there um, shouting as much about the things they failed at on their journey and yeah. failure is just a, it's a part and parcel of, of being self-employed and running your own business. Mm. You cannot avoid it. And if anything, it's good for you. But until you've gone through enough failures, you don't yeah. realise that. I wish in the beginning I'd known that it was okay to fail and it didn't matter how many times you failed as long as you learnt from it yeah. and took what you'd learnt and tried the next idea. That's cool, but I spent so long crying over the things that didn't work. Yeah. And I've had so many failures <laughs> in such a small amount of time. Um, but I read an article the other day, actually, um, and there was a writer, but I can't remember what her name was, um, and she said she actually aims for failure so she she tries to quota a certain number of failures so she tries to aim for 100 failures a year because in her opinion if you get 100 failures you're definitely going to get some successes amongst those 100 yeah. failures um and you would have learned 100 things if not more mm. and i thought that was really interesting and a really nice way to look at it yeah um really see the positive because there are so many positives from failing but when you start out, the idea of failing is just like terrifying and embarrassing. and It's paralyzing, isn't it? Mm. I remember thinking before I launched my website that all my school friends were going to laugh at me and think it was stupid. And then I put it up and realized that no one actually really cared that much. <laughs> and I think it's, it's kind of terrifying, isn't it? Probably the amount of things we don't do because we're scared of what if. And I think yeah. the second you put it in that perspective of like, it's that cheesy quote, isn't it? You fail all of the miss tries you don't take or yeah. something like that and when you put it in that perspective it makes so much sense and it's like okay yeah and knowing that you know yeah someone someone's always going to laugh at you and you might fail but you tried and mm. that's so much more than so many other people have done so many people dream of it but they don't take any steps to do it and you've gone out there put yourself out there and tried mm. and that's such a big deal like such a big deal um and you know, like when you look, when you actually break down and read the stories of so many successful people and like these really, you know, the big business men and women, they failed at so much before they hit yeah. that big thing that took off. There's rarely an entrepreneur that just started a business. There are, but they're few and far between that just was like, this is my idea. Oh, look, it worked. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's nothing went wrong. Line yeah. Up, isn't it? That's so, you know, real life is that your ideas are going to fail and you'll have amazing ideas that just don't work and sometimes you'll have bad ideas that don't work and none of those things are wrong You, as long as you yeah. keep moving. I think they say like any step yeah, is a step a in step. the right direction. Yeah, and I think it's so true what you said. Like, I, I know that all of us probably have those things in our head of like, I'd love to do this thing or I think there's a need for that but there's something that holds us back whether it's like, I'm not qualified, no one wants it, it's not going to work, I'm scared it's not going to work and I guess for you, the, the coven might probably was one of those like, in your head dreams of like it would be amazing if I did this what bridged that gap for you between wanting to do it and actually being like oh no I'm the person that's actually going to make this happen um that's a really good question I am one of those really annoying people that does just do stuff not does stuff and it works but if I have an idea I'll do it I'm yeah. really impatient 
So um, I will be, which has many downfalls because I don't think things through. I just plow ahead. Yeah. Um, Pro and a con for sure. So I, I, I mean, really, I had an idea. The idea for the coven formulated as an actual business idea as opposed to for months it was like oh if I could connect all these women that'd be amazing and then one day I was kind of like oh but I could I could just create a community and I was like okay but that's a lot of work how am I going to make money and I was like well I could do a monthly membership and then like two weeks later I I created the Facebook group and like set about doing it I mean it took nine months from that yeah. period to but actually but it's kind of snowball isn't it once you've got an idea mm-hmm. and then you'll be walking down the street and you'll be thinking oh my gosh I need to add that to the notes of what I should do for it yeah. and it just kind of yeah, definitely. goes from there I think just you have to just run with things and sometimes you'll realise oh actually like I didn't think this through and blah 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 but if you can catch you know like that excited feeling you get mm-hmm. when you've got an idea and you're really like hyped about it and yeah. you're just like this is the best idea i've ever had in my life like i'm gonna be a millionaire <laughs> if you can keep that you know the quicker you run with it the longer you can hold on to that yeah and you you achieve so much but if you let yourself almost overthink it and you're too patient with it mm-hmm. um you can lose that like yeah that oh my god look at what i'm doing kind of feeling and i think that takes you so far having yeah. that and you can think yourself out of doing something can't you yeah like, it's not gonna work I'm not the person for this Mm-mm. I think et cetera, et cetera. you create your own obstacles like, to all too often we mm. are the only obstacle in the way of whatever it is you want to do you you know they say anything is possible but if you allow yourself to think you know an obs- a hill is as big as you want it to be like in your mm. mind if you think I can't do it because I can't afford the website then that's gonna stop you doing it yeah but if you think well you know, I could buy a template from WordPress and build it myself mm. using WordPress, um, like YouTube videos. That's not going to cost me very much money. I could yeah. save 200 quid for the template and the domain and I could do it. Like mm. there's always, it's how you look at it and how yeah. you do it. But yeah, I think you really got to believe you can do anything. Yeah. And it's a challenging perspective because it, it goes both ways, isn't it? The second you take on responsibility for making things happen, you then have to take on responsibility for when it's there's not that excited feeling and you've got to be the person that keeps yourself playing through. But I think that's one of the things, so I'm obviously a part of the coven for people that don't. Sounds like a secret club, doesn't it? Like I'm part of the coven. (laughs) But like if I didn't know what it was, I think it's like (laughs) a secret thing. Um, But I think for me, that's one of the biggest things in it is those days where it's not all really exciting and you, you struggle to fuel yourself with with kind of the next step you've got other people that can kind of be like no yeah. that is good you should carry on and it just gives you that oomph of like okay we'll take today <laughs> yeah and it's it's nice and it's nice in the girls in the group yourself included not only celebrating when you do really well and you're excited but mm. equally being feeling safe enough and supported enough to say today fucking sucked <laughs> yeah i hated it i'm bored whatever it might be like it's nice and other people will be straight there like there's hundreds of women in there who will be like yeah me too or that happens to me you just need to do this or whatever it is like it's so nice to know that that's normal and that's part of the journey like every day is not fun and exciting like we're not all at fancy events and doing fun things with goodie bags every day as much as we'd love to that's just yeah it's not real life there's always going to be like the accounts to do or there's always going to be something you don't want to do that you have to do and you're going to be like yeah we've all had that email from a customer that doesn't like us we've all had someone have a bad experience i think it's too easy to, when you're very isolated it's too easy to get that email and be like I need to give up my dreams yeah, are dead yeah definitely <laughs> this one like, person yeah that's a that's a massive thing like learning that 
not everybody's gonna like whether it's you personally or what it is that you do and as soon as you're okay with that it feels so much nicer like freeing yeah in the beginning you want everybody to want your product yeah. and love it love and, you, and yeah. give you good reviews but you know when especially as you grow the more people that love your product the higher the percentage of people that aren't going to love your product or don't like you mm. and that's just life like we, you know I, personally i'm sure you can think of someone in your head that you've met and thought i don't really like you yeah <laughs> i don't dislike you but i don't like you and that's the same with business mm. not you know and that's good it's good to be niche the products that take off and become trends and and big huge global brands started off as something that only a few people cared about yeah and that's how it works it's actually better to be niche and to have people yeah. who are like i don't like the look of that yeah so, well, at least you feel something about it. It's better yeah, than people exactly. just being like, it's okay. Hey, all PR is a good PR, <laughs> That's as they say. We tell ourselves when we have bad <laughs> PR, I think, which just makes us feel better. This will be good, this will be good. <laughs> so we mentioned earlier about, like, the, the rose-tinted glasses of Instagram. Mm-hmm. And obviously you've just gone through the launch of the coven, yep. which for anyone who is, follows you probably would have seen it didn't go as smoothly as anyone would have hoped I hope you don't find that mean me saying that no no <laughs> no it, it yeah <laughs> it was very it was smooth rocky. from my perspective I <laughs> felt great onboarding so don't you worry about I think everyone's very hunky-dory but I think it's good to we we can talk a lot about you know oh we need to talk more openly about the stuff that goes wrong but then actually we play a part in actually just having those conversations and making that happen so tell me about that because obviously probably you could have planned as much as you wanted and stuff would have still gone wrong so what was that um, like for you <laughs> terrifying so we basically had <clears throat> for those of you that don't know we have 500 spaces um 100 got released as um like a an offer a reward i guess for women that have been in the free trial version of the facebook group um they they had 24 hours before we launched so like a little soft pre-launch and that went fine um they signed up online it was first come first serve and that was that um three days later we had our official launch on friday the first of june at 6 p.m um i was literally just sat at my computer in my office i pressed go live um with the memberships and then i put a post on instagram and a post in the facebook group to say like memberships live go and buy yours as soon as they're gone they're gone um and then at 602 visa crashed um and if anybody doesn't have visa visa is or doesn't know what visa is visa are the ones that process all of your payments most of your cards will be visa unless you're on like mastercard literally the Um, whole uk runs on visa yeah and a lot of europe and even some americans and places like that um so yeah 602 visa went down across um europe and the uk so that meant that all of the hundreds so there was 300 people all trying to purchase a membership at the same time on my website who couldn't process their payment um so i had a ridiculous number i had hundreds of emails dms facebook messages (laughs) missed calls um from very frantic people because i'd built the launch up into a really big hype where i was like you got to get your space before they all go Like, if you don't sign up, you'll miss out. So very worried people that they wouldn't get a space. Um, and there was literally shit all I could do. Mm. Um, and it was terrifying. It was so shit um, and so unfortunate. 
just want like totally out of my control I could do absolutely nothing like I'm pretty sure Visa weren't sat there thinking this is gonna be so funny screw up that (laughs) like let's go for that tiny micro business um but yeah that was that was like rubbish so I had to put a post up on Instagram explain and then email every single person back and phone everybody back um it was not smooth it was hard um I lost a few people who um were frustrated that they couldn't sign up and um, what was happening, because Visa was like completely down, um, people were trying like 35 times to process their payment. Um, Visa was then holding on to those 35... Lots of money. Yeah, times that they tried and put them as um, pending transactions on their bank account, which meant if you've tried to sign up to some of the, the tiers, the highest tier is like £100. So if you've tried like £25 to pay £600, that's like quite a lot of money that Visa are holding. Yeah. Um. So there was a few frustrated people. I mean, I didn't physically have anyone's money. It was with Visa. Yeah. So it, it left them, but equally hadn't come to me. Um. And there were a few people then, yeah, didn't sign up. But that's just like what happens. And um, it was funny. And, you know, I was honest. Mm. I told everybody <laughs> how shit it was and how funny it was. Because um, you just can't prepare for that. There's no amount of trial runs. That, that wasn't are in my that. list of like anxieties pre-launch. Um, my anxieties were like people might not want to sign up, or mm. um, maybe the website will break and I don't know how to fix it, um, or what you know, whatever. It might, might have got it wrong. Like the, it might not work when they try and sign up. But yeah, Visa going down was not one of them. <laughs> funny enough, but that's um, real life, isn't it? It's these mm. things that we never expect are going to happen, and then they happen, and we're like, great, here I am on my own. Definitely. Let's figure this one out. Um, yeah, and then pre, I should have said beforehand. So I did a massive launch campaign with a PR company, um, which was amazing. But in the, so we basically planned, I designed with a lovely lady called Kat Lobo, um, some amazing mugs in two different styles, which would promote our community over competition campaign mm-hmm. um, and it would also uh, get exposure for the coven when we were about to launch. So we'd contacted hundreds of people. We had about a hundred people who had said yes. They wanted to receive a mug and they wanted to talk about um, online, talk about what the coven is and what we're doing and why you should sign up. Um, so that was great. Really excited. Sent a hundred mugs out, which took a way longer than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Didn't realise that bubble wrapping, putting in a cardboard box, putting into a um, postage bag writing labels on them, handwriting the notes that went in them, would take as many hours as it did, um, and then individually posting them all. Uh, took so long, and then I sent them all out, and the courier um, managed to smash, like, 80 of them out of 100. Um, and that happened because it took so long to send them out, um, which was my fault and oversight on my part. They didn't receive them till, like... They started arriving Wednesday and Thursday, ready for launch on Friday, and some people didn't get them till Friday. Um, So it was Friday when I was hearing back from everybody, from 80 people, that all their mugs had smashed. Um, And obviously when the launch is happening in like four hours, I couldn't possibly get new merchandise out to all of those 80 people. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) Um, I've spent so much money on this PR campaign um paying the pr company paying cat to design the mugs getting the mugs made at the factory um all the postage all the packaging everything my time um i was like oh i feel like someone's literally just 
put that money in front of me and then just sort of like set it on fire and I'm just watching it burn. (laughs) Just like goodbye. Which like two days before your launch must have been like horrible. Yeah. Just can't help you feel prepared or... Yeah, yeah. there's um, nothing. But, you know, if anything, it actually strengthened the campaign. So we went ahead, um, I created a hashtag which was uh, Rolling Witch the Punches um, and just did a big post and said, you know what, sometimes in business things go wrong and there's absolutely shit all you can do about it. Yeah. Um, and you have to make the most of it. Um, and we basically encouraged all 80 people to post their smash mugs mm. and talk about it. Talk about the fact that sometimes things go wrong um, and why that's okay. And then talk about the coven. Um, and actually, people really got on board with it. Yeah. And because we're targeting small businesses and all the people we sent them to were small businesses. Everybody like mm. understood it and everybody was like, yeah. shit, like, yes, this has happened to me. Like this, yeah, this happens. Um, it was almost like the best mistake that could have happened. Yeah. Like it turned out to be a really good thing. And I, I, I think the best thing with failures is understanding that every failure is bringing you a new opportunity. Mm. Um, and you don't always know what it is. And sometimes it's really hard to see it from that point of view. But if you trust it and go with it, something good will come from it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't always make up for losing money or time or mm-hmm. uh, whatever it might be, but better things come. Yeah, which um, is so true. So yeah, and if was, anything, it's it stuck in my mind more. I don't remember the PR launches. I see where everything goes wrong, but I remember the one where everyone had the smash mugs. Yeah, and where that was, was um, telling I'm them still to sending out stuff. new like, stuff. Yeah, I see it. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, no, it was good. Uh, it wasn't when I found out, but um, <laughs> I can. It's that's the thing that with failure, isn't it? When you're in it. You're like, no one understands this. This is awful. This is never going to get better in two weeks, two months, two years, whatever later. You're like, that's why that happened, or I learned that lesson, or it, it puts it in perspective, doesn't it? But yeah, definitely. It doesn't change when you're in it. No, it and I mean, it gets it gets a bit it gets a bit easier. So like, I've been doing it for like two and a half years now, and um, both my businesses have grown incredibly fast, faster mm. than I would have expected, which meant I have had lots of bumps along the way mm. um because anything that grows quickly um you have less time to prepare yeah um and going through all those failures has meant that now when something fails so when the launch went wrong i was guided and i did cry and i did swear a lot um i did throw some things of my own um but you know very quickly i sat down with a pen and paper and was like right this is shit but there's got to be something mm. good that I could, you know, I got. I didn't have time to sit, and when they first happened, I'd sit there for like days or weeks and yeah. and really let it get me down. Whereas now it's like, you know, a half an hour, throw a strop and feel really shit, mm-hmm. um, and then get into action. How are you going to fix it? What are yeah. you going to do next? 100%. What's the plan? Um, and it makes it slightly better. Which yes. I love your mindset. It's such like a no bullshit mindset to business because it's just like you can do it. Let's get on with it. But we're like do it together in community. It's like this really. It's like tough love, but in the kindest way possible because you're not doing it on your own and you're doing it with people that get it. Yeah. And but yeah, I just it's, yeah no, I love it and I love I love the community and I, that's just. I mean, I'm that way just because that's the way my personality is. So mm. the way you see me in business, I'm you know the only difference is I'm probably not going to get drunk in front of you. <laughs> but aside from that, you know, I'm exactly the same as I am outside of work. Mm. Um, there's no. It's, you know my life isn't really rose tinted online like that's what you see yeah which is why you'll see me with like no makeup on um like last night with heartburn at like midnight in my pajamas eating mustard because someone told me your, like work. singing doing your te- teeth like brushing oh, your yeah, teeth which got me. I, was like, I think i'd like ju- i hadn't just started following you then but i saw it and i was like this is hilarious i'm just i always from the beginning um 
wanted to be honest with people mm. and I think showing the shit stuff, the funny stuff, as well as the good stuff, because we, you know, I've been on this journey, both businesses have been through some incredible successes mm. and some really shit not successes. <laughs> um, and by sharing both of them, it's, you know, everything. You mm. you just show others that want to do it. You know, I think sometimes you think to be inspiring, everything has to be amazing. Yeah. But actually it's more inspiring for somebody to see someone else do like this, I'm doing an up and down movement with my hand. Obviously yeah. it's a podcast. <laughs> um, see you go on this roller coaster of ups and downs and come out the other side smiling yeah. is way more inspiring than seeing someone um just constantly doing well and you're like well how the fuck is how are they going from win to win to win to win to win like that's not doesn't help someone do it themselves and i think i you can have those kind of idols i guess short term that you admire but then very quickly you realize that the people that you really love online are the ones where like oh i can see myself in your shoes if you can when people don't show the really mundane things with their life, I'm thinking, I'm like, are you a normal person? Like, do you just spend you your whole life doing these, like, amazing things? But I think it's so true. Like, I know that in my business, things totally change when I just tell people, like, stupid stories on Instagram stories. And I didn't think people wanted that. We think that people want perfection and they want this, like, beautiful array of our lives. But I think people just want people. Yeah, well, <laughs> but, you know, from a, a science point of view people buy from people and, yeah. and you're more likely to get sales and not that you want just want sales you want community but people are going to buy into you and your brand and whatever your business is if they can form a, an emotional connection with yeah. you even if it's from the other side of a screen but they're not going to do that if you're showing this perfect yeah um life that's like all all curated um and made to look a certain way because they're not going to connect with it there's nothing that they can see in that yeah um they just you know they might hope for it but um if you're real then people are going to be like oh she's just like me or he's just like me or you know yeah i I think when you are really real like you said it's the idea of attracting and repelling and the more real you get the more people that are gonna probably unfollow you oh god i don't really like that stuff but then also the more people you're gonna attract they're gonna be like i do the same things as you i have the same stupid stories i'm just as clumsy i'm just as whatever and I think the more that we can just... It's just that's such a simple thing, isn't it? Just remind people that you're human and just show people that we're all in the same boat. Definitely. I mean, I've really upped my game with it since launching The Coven because obviously I'm trying to support and nurture and help other women to grow mm. their businesses or their dreams. Um, and I can't do that if I'm not honest Yeah. on my own journey, I think, mm. um, which is why, yeah, everything that goes wrong, you will see. Um, <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's very real. It's real life. Yeah, and I think that helps people more yeah. than I could pretend like I could have like not told anyone everything had gone wrong on launch um or I could never admit it to the failures that I've gone through with my florist mm. um but then you know that just wouldn't a it wouldn't be me and b I'm not helping those women to grow if I don't help yeah. them to understand that sometimes things are crap yeah which doesn't go well and obviously the coven's been a few weeks launch now I don't I'm sure you know how many weeks yes like nearly three weeks three weeks crazy it launched the first of June so yeah like a few days off two days off of being three weeks old that's so exciting (laughs) it's crazy I mean like being a member I remember honestly the second I signed up thankfully I'd set an alarm because you'd been so like you have to get in I was like I'm not (laughs) messing about I was with friends and I was like I just need to go upstairs quickly and I locked myself in a room because I it was that a question that was like about you and I was like okay I need to focus. Get in the zone. <laughs> and I remember signing up, and as soon as I logged into the membership page, I was having a look round, and there was all these like events of like there's an event where you can get your headshots done. There was an event where we'd just go and drink alcohol. There was like 
the business plan, all these different blogs, all these Facebook lives. And I remember the second I signed up, I was like, this is already worth it for what I've got. Um, so I guess so firstly, an encouragement to you that you've built something amazing. I'm so pleased you said that. So no one, um, no one except, well, not even my web designer actually, because I didn't, I'd written everything and created everything um, and organised the events, but I didn't, the website didn't actually get finished till really, it only went live like a week before we launched. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it went live was when it was like finished. We didn't, I was really fussy and um, Kat from Ghetto Web who did my website was amazing because I, I just, I, we did like five different designs and I wasn't yeah. happy every time, um, <clears throat> but equally couldn't work out why I wasn't happy, which for a web designer is must be so annoying to just be like, no, I don't That's like amazing, it. amazing though. She's so, so good. Um, and yeah, so we didn't reach one that I was happy with till like two weeks before we launched. And I was saying, we launch, you know, I launch in two weeks. I really, really need a website. <laughs> what am I going to do? Um, so nobody had seen it and nobody had seen the members area. Um, so yeah, I was really, really nervous when we launched because... Um, when I was writing everything and creating everything, I was like, yeah, this is, this is great. There's so much value in this. And then when you are on the edge of showing it to like the world, it was the first time I've ever had imposter syndrome with the coven ever. Um, I was like, oh my God, what if it's like rubbish or what if people log in Mm. and they're like, there's hardly anything here or this business Mm. plan sucks. Um, or I don't like these events or whatever it was. I was, just, I was, yeah, I was scared. Um, cause literally until people had paid <laughs> for the product, yeah, I wouldn't insane. know if anybody liked it, mm-hmm. um, which isn't technically if anybody's listening that is launching a product, I would say. Have check. some beta tests. Yeah, maybe. yeah, get some tests and, <laughs> and be slightly more prepared than me. Um, but yeah, as soon as people came back and was like, oh, I love the members area. I was like, oh, thank fuck. <laughs> really glad it I was like, I can't, I can't, yeah. I'm well, so relieved. It's oh, amazing. <laughs> and even like the Facebook group. I know Facebook groups is such a thing. Every community and whatever has one. But they just feel something really different about yours. I think it's because everyone's chosen to be there. And I don't think it's about how much money you spend. But I think when you put money towards something and pay towards something, you value it so much more. And it feels like everyone in that group is so present and so there. And I just think, yeah, it's not really a question. It's just letting you know that I think it's amazing. Yeah, I think... I. I I owe it all to the people in the group. Um, I think the success of the sort of magic, without being too on brand, of the Coven Facebook group is purely all of you guys that are in mm. it. Um, and that's not down to me. Um, but you created a space for that to happen. I did, I did. But <laughs> equally, you know, if a whole bunch, different bunch of people had signed up, it could have been, I could have put the same amount of effort in and it could have been awful. You know, it's definitely mm-hmm. a a thing we've done together. Yeah, Um, it was very community-led. Because even, you know, there was like nine months while I got ready to launch where the Facebook group was free um, and there wasn't as much going on in it. I didn't have specific threads and um, I didn't necessarily reply to everything because I didn't have time. But even then, um, when it was free, all you had to do was answer three questions, um, which were quite wordy questions. Um, But even then, the Facebook group, you know, was amazing. I've done some really cool stuff, like Facebook themselves got in touch with me and I went out to Brussels um, and they were really interested in how well received the group had been in just a couple of months. And that was, and all I could say to them was, yeah, it's it's not me. Like, Mm. I mean, I created the name and and I clicked like star. Yeah. But really it's you guys that are in it that make it what it is. I I just facilitate. Yeah. And it's an amazing thing because it's like that. It's people helping people. And there's, I love the small business I never know what to call it because we call ourselves small business entrepreneurs, self-employed, whatever. I love that community because I think it's so, there's no 
idols there's no one that knows everything it's so just like how can we help each other how can we lift each other up oh you need that doing i can do that maybe we can do a service or any of those kind of things and it's just i I, it just it just makes me think i wish i knew about it when i started my business because i think it just transforms the way you your yourself and your business when you've got people there that get it and can cheer you on and pick you up and i know i agree so much it's yeah i think it's just yeah it's it's incredible i know it's my own business um but that the group and the community is like just so powerful and like Mm. it's helping each and every one of you so much and that's all i could you know like that's the whole drive and force behind this business Mm. is to help as many women as possible um and to help them you know achieve success whatever success means to them because success isn't the same thing to every person it's not always loads of money or it's not to travel the world it's you know yeah might just be to earn x amount of money so that you and you know your kids or your other half can do fun stuff or book a holiday whatever mm-hmm. it is like i just want to help women do that and, and show them that they can do it mm-hmm. and that really everything you know everything comes from them i'm just they're helping them with it like showing yeah. them that they you know already know what they need to know they just got to do it yeah it's like the, it, we're all capable aren't we we just sometimes need that cheerleader to be like no you can do it yeah and someone to just be like right. oh it's, it's okay mm. um like it's fine you can do it yeah like and if you can't do it doesn't matter that's all you sometimes need is yeah. someone to be like yeah like oh fuck it like if it goes wrong it goes wrong but we'll come back to the drawing board together yeah because um, i think when you're really isolated everything feels like a big deal and you can deliberate for hours over an Instagram caption and then you kind of realise <laughs> in two weeks ev- or in a two hours everyone's going to have forgotten about this post oh, and yeah, every definitely. high feels like this crazy crazy high and then I think every low feels like the worst thing in the world oh yeah it's like a drug like, yeah. it's so up and down and it's addictive it is actually like a drug <laughs> definitely no I agree I agree it's yeah it's a crazy crazy thing to do but I definitely encourage anybody who wants to if, if you hate the idea definitely don't do it because you'll hate it so much but if you've got mm. a feeling that you want to do it like just try it like yeah. you don't have to quit You're, you don't have to go out there and like walk into work tomorrow mm. and be like i quit like i'm done um but you can make steps in that direction yeah and the stories are so different for everyone which is why i think being in a community as opposed to just having uh, having a couple of strong relationships with people that do the same thing is great but the more you're in a community the more you see that it's just incredibly diverse and that it's not not everyone does the classic route of you do it in a corporate way and yeah. then you go self-employed it's so different for everyone yeah there's a, the, when you listen to the especially like within the group when you listen to everybody talking and doing their introductions and you know explaining things everybody's story is different there's mm. no two girls that have gone down the same path which is just crazy even though there's so many of you doing similar things like there's there's other people in digital marketing there's yeah. other florists there's other um graphic designers there's the cake makers there's like everything you can think of there is um and everybody's gone about it in a different way yeah which is just shows you that there is no right and wrong it is yeah as long as you do it it doesn't matter how mm. you get there or and it totally affirms that the campaign you did of community over competition so that's that i'm just mainly curious is that something you did in the run-up to the coven launch or was that just kind of a it was more of a side project um the main driving force obviously with the coven is is supporting women Mm. and the campaign is wholly positive but it does come from a space where i feel that 
community over competition and women supporting women has turned in although it all came with good intentions it has turned into um almost a sales opportunity from some businesses and brands yeah um and a way to connect with their audience and get more sales and and get more love or whatever it might be um which is great but there are because of that people that advocate it and don't follow it um so you know say oh yeah community over competition but then still are really horrible to other people in their industry Mm -hmm. or you know go about things in a not you know they don't they don't they support up until it affects them yeah and then they don't support anymore because it's like oh actually no like this is my turf that you're now on the idea of it and then the second it comes into play it's like okay no actually really so i wanted to do the campaign um to really really highlight that you've got to, you you've got to support it but you've got to follow through with it as well mm. so if you're going to follow community over competition then you've got to help your neighbors and those girls in your industry or men in your industry you have to go out and help them mm. um and you know i was encouraging a lot of the women that took parcels there was like i think over 500 in the end that took part um who posted the image that i encourage people to tag other women oh sorry i keep saying women just because i mostly work with women but there were men joining in too um to tag other people in their industry and people that would Mm. be seen as competition if looked at it from a like corporate angle yeah um you know tag those people and tell them that you think that they're amazing and Mm. tell your followers that they exist and watch how it doesn't affect your business it's hilarious how we build it up don't we like these are these like nasty people who are out to get us and it's like oh actually we just do the same thing and there's a lot that can be gained from being in community with those yeah, people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, there's always going to be oddballs who outright yeah. copy what you do and aren't nice people. And I'm not saying that you have to be like, oh, let me tell you how I did this so you can mm-hmm. copy me some more. But, you know, the the majority of people within the same industry as you, whatever industry that is, are all equally striving for their own thing. And you might be in the same industry, you might be selling the same products, but you're not necessarily going after the same thing. And your yeah. target audience isn't necessarily necessarily identical and I think if you have issues with that and you're worried about the competition then not if you're just slightly nervous but if you actually are at that point where you you know you can't stop worrying about the competition then Mm. that's an issue with you and your business yeah and not the other business yeah um that's not your competition you know there's there's not them that's on you and if Mm. your business isn't strong enough to stand alone and that doesn't mean big enough that means the idea isn't strong enough if your usp isn't strong enough Mm. If your 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 whole brand idea and brand identity isn't strong enough, you know, created well enough, then that's on you, and that's mm. nothing to do with the competition, and that's not what you should be worried about. You should yeah. be worried about your business, yeah, and, and your business at its core. Um, and it's easy to use it as a bit of an excuse, isn't it? When you've got an idea and you think, oh, but they're doing something similar, or that might look like that. But I think as soon as we recognise that if our businesses truly reflect us, which they should then it's going to be unique. Exactly. Regardless of if you offer, like, there's so many florists out there, right? But every oh, single one is going to be fully different. Yeah. And I think it can paralyse you when you're, before you make a decision, if you stop and look around. I think sometimes you just have to put your head down and be like, yeah. other people are probably going to be doing a similar thing than this. And it's so nice it in once way. you let the other people in your industry in and you are open with them mm. um, and you gen, you know, genuinely share, you don't withhold 
all this information from them where you're sort of friends but actually you're keeping all this stuff back you look like your friends on instagram um <laughs> yeah if you actually you know you then you actually build support and you build relationships and it's mm. so nice because when things go wrong which as we've said they do there's someone there to ask who understands and yeah. who knows and can help you out um, you know, there's been times I've been really stuck with flowers and I've rung up other local florists and been like, can you help me with this? Mm. Or, you know, any ideas what I should do or whatever it might be. And they've helped me out because I've supported them and I've pushed and promoted them that they're willing to help me when I need them. Yeah. Um, and it's an amazing, amazing feeling. And, you know, I like run a flower school and I teach other florists, local florists, mm. how to run a wedding and events florist, which I still do, you know, and I tell them everything I know. Like I do a whole business course where I'm like, this is what you need to do. This is how you do it. We go over their business ideas. I help them strengthen it, making mm. it into something really strong and unique and something that's going to be powerful and make them money, hopefully. Um, and, you know, I don't hold back. I give them everything and I'm like, do it. And it's mm. never once has it um, held me back. Yeah. Or done anything negative. If anything, it's just pushed me further forward. Yeah. And I think that's such a like easy thing that you people can do off the back of this episode or off the back of connecting with you. Of You just weave it into your everyday, don't you? Of just being kinder to yourself and kinder to other people and being in community. And just, it's not this big movement of, it's not this radical thing being nice to people. It's just this thing that we have to kind of, you, it's just in your everyday, isn't it? It's how you yeah, treat it people. Is. It's how you speak should to each other. should be a life mo- like motto. You should mm. do it all the time as much as possible um so the other thing is i think i can't remember what the exact quote was but the general thing is you should you should be nice to everyone anyway but you should be nice because you never know who's going to be able to help you Mm. you really don't know and it can be the most i think there's almost sometimes this thing where you feel like the people that can help you are the people that are above you and that are way ahead of you and you know are seen as more successful than you but actually i found from experience it's the people right alongside you and behind you Mm. that can really help you the most yeah um so don't write those people off you know Mm -hmm. be nice help them if they need help and you'll be so surprised when you need it who the Mm. people that help you are yeah that's so true i know i had a client that recently um told me this story about how she suddenly had a family emergency and she's a wedding photographer and it was the day before a wedding she was going to shoot but one of her best friends in the industry does the exact same photography style as her in the exact same area and could cover it and it completely reminded me of the community of a competition because to anyone else it would be like why in the world are you best friends with someone who does the same thing as you has the same niche and is in the same area but it's those moments like that which prove to you that's oh, why that Oh, she was so exists. relieved. She's like, this friendship is so worth it. <laughs> I know, and it's just that moment, isn't it, of like, it's so refreshing to be able to know that you could call someone up and have a friend and not feel like we're well, having these, like, secret competitions in the background. Yeah, it's, it's like when there's, like, a race, but no one quite knows that it's yeah. a race, but everyone knows it's a race. It's just more Weird. enjoyable, <laughs> and I think if you're enjoying, if you make friends and you're supporting people and you're being nice to people, you enjoy the journey, because I think, you know, I've I've done it where you're so busy chasing whatever the goal is and the end outcome Mm. that you'd stressed by the journey and the journey doesn't ever end (laughs) in the beginning you think there'll be a point where you reach success um whatever success is and and then you'll be like well okay cool i'm successful and then you start doing it and you get a few years in and you're like oh like every time something you achieve something Mm -hmm. or a success comes there's something else that's you know means the journey literally does not stop and there's never a point where you're like ah ah like I've done it that doesn't happen I think if you love the journey and you're having this great time with all these amazing people that you've met and connections that you've made and yeah you're being nice to everyone and everyone is being nice to you Mm. um 
is so much nicer and it's fun yeah. it's enjoyable it brings the joy in it doesn't it yeah i was actually thinking need. that earlier about like business stories about how i think i'd glorified this idea that my business story was gonna it was gonna be bad and then i'd have a learning curve and then it would all be better but i think like you said when we acknowledge that like every single day is going to be five steps forwards and a couple of steps back but then just surround ourselves with other people who totally get it that journey is just so joyful and it's no longer Definitely. this thing of like all the highs fall high and all the lows fall like these devastating losses I think you want to chase the idea that you want to be able to wake up each day and think of it like an adventure and, mm. and every day to be exciting and fun, even if you are doing accounts um, or a stock take or whatever, you know, cleaning your space that you work in. Yeah. Um, if you can try and view it that it's an adventure and that it's exciting and mm. you don't know what the opportunity of the day might be, then mm. you can keep in that sort of zone and that feeling yeah. of like I love what I'm doing yeah and you don't get stuck thinking Ugh, yeah maybe I shouldn't have done this <laughs> <laughs> you're just like I think we've all had those moments where you search online for a corporate job in your industry you're like maybe I should just go and get a salary yeah no definitely I <laughs> think that definitely happens so what do you think we talked about it a bit before mm. the episode but I think people will be curious to hear where you're going to plan to take the coven well mem- is membership still open did you hit the it's open at the moment so we're up to i think 300 and like three members okay um it closes at 500 um which is aiming to be in the next couple of months um and then we close and there's no reopening date at the moment there'll be mm-hmm. a wait list um we're basically closing to give us time as a team to get to know the members and to really help those women before we start taking on more mm-hmm. um you know is as i say as i was saying to you before it really is about supporting those women yeah um so we want to get to know them make sure they are being supported and helped and we are seeing them grow or make change or just being happy mm-hmm. um before we start to scale um and then come at some point that's undecided yet in 2019 mm-hmm. we'll be scaling and taking on more members and we'll have a bigger team um, and it will go from there. But for now, we're finding our special 500 and yeah. we're giving, I'm giving them everything I physically have. Yeah, which I can 100% attest to. I'm like so confused as to how you're running another business alongside this. The amount of support that you're already providing. I'm like, it doesn't even really feel like that's, it started yet. Yeah, that's probably actually something we should talk about because um, I think there's this, I think people see it as though I'm always busy. Like, I hear that same phrase a lot as they don't know how you're doing all of this. Okay. Um, especially on like Instagram. Um, and I, like I do do a lot. I run two businesses. I mentor outside of this. Um, and I travel a lot and you know, I do a lot of things. Um, and I do it all by myself. Um, aside from actually my mum who's just joined the Coven team. Um, who works three days a month for me. Um, and is amazing. And a lifesaver. Um, <laughs> but... The key thing to point out is that I do take breaks and I'm mm. not, you know, I'm not constantly working at a really high pace. Um, I take more time off now than I did when I started my business and yeah. I didn't have much work on, um, which surprises some people. So I've basically doubled my workload by taking on a whole new business, um, but now work less mm. <laughs> than I ever have. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, I still work five days a week, but I also take time off and I rest and I mm. I, I sleep every mm. night <laughs> um and I do spontaneous brunches um <laughs> you know and things like that um and that's really just because I work manage my workload there's um 
there's so anybody who's in the coven there is a big post and a downloadable and a series of challenges coming to help you try and get to a point where you can manage your workload um, and have time to have spontaneous brunches uh-huh. um, and to take time off just even if you're not you know you can't go for brunch to sit and watch Netflix mm. um, and to have flexibility in your work schedule it, it, it sounds ridiculously simple but you work takes you the amount of time you give it yeah um, so I give myself very tight deadlines to do all the work that needs to be done yeah. um, and if it's not done I'm taking time off so it, in, you know in my head I know mm. I've got to finish it and it gets done Mm. You're not always, there's, you know, when I do wedding flowers, if it's a really big wedding and something goes wrong, I might have to work into the night. But, you know, majority, you know, 70% of the time, you know, I have time to, mm. I'm able to take time off um, and I'm able to work at a comfortable pace where I'm not at risk of burnout. Mm. Um, but I am still taking on new work and what have you. Yeah, um, yeah I, I always think, I don't know, I feel like it would be a disservice if I didn't point out that I do take time off and that yeah, I'm not a magician. I just manage my time very well. Yeah, it's um, efficiency, isn't it? I know that you can run as fast as you can, but if you're not running in the right way or the right direction, it doesn't get you anywhere. Definitely. Oh, I love that. Thanks. That's I just really like it was so. I think all of us had those times in business where we did twelve-hour days. But yeah, we look definitely. back and we're like, I didn't do anything, but I was doing stuff all the time. Yeah, it's it's very much what you're doing in your time, and it's the whole thing of working smarter, not harder. Yeah. Um, it's such like a thrown around phrase, but it's, I can't think of any other better way to word it than definitely. It's just figuring it out really how is, and it. yeah, no, I just I like to make people aware because I don't like the idea that people think that I'm this magical, <laughs> I'm this magical thing that because mm. I can just work so fast and I can yeah. get so much stuff done, and you know, so I must be so crazy all the time because I'm not. I am. Don't get me wrong, I'm I'm busy, and <clears throat> there is always stuff that needs doing, but I am at a point in my career where I work less than I ever yeah. have. And I think it's time we glorify taking time off and glorify tight scheduled people and people that yeah. have and, and boundaries and not feeling bad about taking time off yeah your business listen to me people your business will not <laughs> end if you are someone that does services if you are not there for a service that has been booked in your business may end um i would you know you can't i can't just not turn up for wedding flowers when they need doing but if you want to go on holiday and you think i can't take 10 days off you can yeah. take 10 days off and your yeah. business will still be there yeah not like it will not cave in um, I think that's a massive fear amongst mm. um, small businesses that if you take time off or you stop when you've been running so fast, yeah. everything's going to collapse. Yeah. We it, think the world's going to crash and burn if we don't reply to an email. It really doesn't. <laughs> um, I mean, I went to New York for like eight weeks last November. I didn't take my laptop with me. Um, my so business nice. is still going. Um, mm. I was worried about it. But, um, you know, nothing bad happened. People, yeah. you know, had it out of office on. I did emails on my phone. I've made a couple phone calls when I needed mm. to. But essentially, I was off for eight weeks. Um, and it was fine, you know. And nothing went wrong. Like, it, people understood that I had to take time mm. off now and then. Um, and now, and, you know, since then, you you once you've done it once, you kind of learn to push the boundaries a bit more. You're not as afraid. Yeah. So you'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to have a weekend off. Yeah. Um, I guess it's probably... Depends totally on your business situation. There's going to be times where maybe you can, you have to be careful. You don't push it too hard, and you're mm-hmm. like, "I'm going to work two days this <laughs> month, and I'm I'm never going to work again." Um, you know, there is stuff that's always going to need doing, but you can learn to play around with your work schedule yeah. and give yourself. I, I hate the term self care because it feels so. Yeah. It makes me feel like I need to like paint my nails. And yeah, it feels very much <laughs> like face masks and bubble baths. Yes. Um, but it's 
self-care isn't just it is that if that's what you need yeah but it's it can be lying in bed for a whole day and not taking a shower and not mm. picking up your phone mm. um you know it can be spending time with your family or um get an eight hours sleep a night um you know whatever you know whatever it is like it's different things to different people but you can have your self-care as you need it and your lifestyle as you want it and make money it takes time to get there yeah but it's doable yeah. i think that's the key thing to understand is that yeah. you can get there yeah and it's just this common theme of everything you're saying it's just this great affirmation of like you're in control of everything and that plays out in so many different ways in terms of how we're in control of how businesses go but i think the moment we realize that how we work and how that work affects us and our businesses in our hands things definitely i did i did change. a quote a couple of weeks ago which was like you need to remember um that you're in control of your business and your business doesn't control you yeah um and that's just so powerful in many ways because as soon as you as you say as soon as you understand that you control that business you control mm. your work schedule you control the amount of work that comes in the amount of money that comes in the amount of money that goes out all of that is up to you yeah the time of you have to start in the morning that's all on you and that's something you can control mm. and it's about i think half you know a really good task for people is to just sit down and figure out what that lifestyle is mm. what self-care do you need what is the dream you know what's the lifestyle you yeah. that would make you happy and that you would be like yes i'm living the dream write it down figure out what success is for you so that when the work comes in and you're running your business you can look at it and then look at that like stick it on your wall and look at it and be like okay this is this is what i'm aiming for mm. this is where i'm at now and you slowly you make that transition you tweak things you you charge a little bit more um so that you don't have to take on as much and little, you know the little tiny things mm. which then mean you can start a little bit later and get that extra hour sleep or yeah. you can go home an hour early take an extra day a week off like yeah that you as long as you understand that that's on you to do that mm -hmm. um it doesn't feel like it when you've got all these customers coming at you and all these things yeah. going on but you are yeah and you can slow it down or speed it up yeah it's empowering isn't it and it can sometimes be terrifying realizing how in control we are but oh yeah that goes both ways doesn't <laughs> it <laughs> you know, like, i don't want to take responsibility it's not my fault it's my, my clients are doing it to me but it is it's it's just that sense of it's it's in our hands and i think that's not to mean that it has to be isolating i think when we realize it's in our hands is when we should probably be like okay who am i going to surround myself with that's going to make this far less consuming and far less because because when we take control of it it can be easy for that to then be our everything and our all but the second we're in in community and other people can chip in and tell us that they've been there and give us that kind of sense of it, you're not on your own I think yeah. it's kind of that Definitely. magic combination isn't it of realising that you're in control but still surrounding yourself with people that get it and being open to them and mm -hmm. definitely definitely and you just can't let it consume you even if you love what you do you have to take time off mm. um, you know even if you, you it doesn't feel like you need to you do like you need to refill your creativity and give yourself a chance to miss being at work and yeah. miss what you do so that you can continue to love it when you're there. Um, otherwise, you're just on a downward path. Whereas you want to be on like an upward one, ideally. Ideally. Or at least a straight line. Yeah, as long as it's not down, that's the best. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I feel like this is... I feel like you've talked about so many different topics. I've no idea what I'm going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, um, it's, it's pretty random, isn't it? This <laughs> is as my brain, an extension of my brain. It's perfect though. And I think it's... You can talk for hours, can't you, about what we all wish we knew when we started. And I think, yeah. Thanks for making my cup. You're, so, really you're cool. so welcome. Thanks for being a really part of it. Exciting. 
thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I honestly cannot tell you how much of an honor it was just to sit down with Sapphire and hear more from her. I'm so glad that it was just this natural conversation because the, the more I talk to her, the more inspired I feel, the more challenged I feel. And really that's my experience of being in the coven and it's exactly the same and more of what you've heard in this episode. I would really encourage you if you're not, if you don't already know about the coven or you've kind of been umming and ahhing about it a while, just go and check it out. Head over to the links, um, which will be in the show notes, which you can find at alicebenham.co.uk forward slash coven. And you can find all the links for Sapphire and the coven to read up on it, check her out, realize her message, look at the different membership options and consider if it might be right for you. I honestly, if you can't already tell, I'm so glad that I made the investment and I'm now just on a mission to encourage others to do the same because I know how much it's already impacted me. But anyway, that's all for today's episode. Again, thank you for tuning in. And I just want to say if you've enjoyed it, I'd really love if you left a review or just send me a little message because I can't tell you how much it means to know that these episodes are serving people and that people are actually listening to them. It's easy to look at a number and know that this many people are listening, but to actually put a name to the number and a face to the number means so much more. So let me know if you've enjoyed today's episode. And that's all from me. I will be back next Friday.